joining us to talk to none other than Emma Logan, also known as October, uh, co-headlining our 91 Club show tomorrow evening. And Emma's joining us on the line. Emma, how are you? Hello. I'm really good. Just sitting here with my, my lizard friend, enjoying the Auckland afternoon sun. Very Every, beautiful. Everything's sounding good up there then for you. It's great. Yep. It's great. Uh, um, what are you expecting um, coming up for tomorrow night, Emma? What am I expecting? Yep. Um, God, that's a good question. I don't know what I'm expecting. I've actually never been to Dunedin before. I don't know what your uh, what your folk are like, but um, I'm hoping that uh, my stripped back set is sort of uh, acceptable uh, for for the Dunedin public to endure. I don't know. I hope it's somewhat enjoyable. Well, I feel like it's going to be like a perfect location for you with like the backing of Lady Laser Light and the new, new, new settings. Yeah. But um, this past year has been extremely big for you, being that you um, started off with doing the New Zealand Music Awards, then you went to working with um, David Wrench, um, mm. you've done your um, first album, you've just did your first headline show a month ago, am I correct? Yeah. How has that been, like, just seeing this, like, huge progression, like, all this, like, work you've put out now, and now you're just about to go on your first tour all over New Zealand? Yeah, it's been, um, it's been quite a strange time, a very strange sort of transitional time where, um, you know, I've sort of had these really, uh, lucky experiences of working with, you know, people of such... Uh, high caliber and, and, and skill um, and it's just been this huge learning curve where I've had to sort of um, you know accept the fact that perhaps I'm not as inadequate as I once thought I was and that's sort of a strange thing to come to terms with as well that like you know accepting and, and sort of believing in yourself a bit more you know it's, it's like I had my first sort of proper headline show as you said a, a few weeks ago and you know I, I was expecting my friends to turn up as they do but then you sort of see this sea of uh, unknown and strange faces that, that decide to you know turn up and come to your show and it's a really odd humbling experience um, but yeah it, it feels like it's, it's been a ride I've never felt thousands of different emotions and it's just I don't know. It's been very strange. It's been a strange and wonderful year. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, you mentioned your friends. Um, you're also a model, and I just want to talk about that, like having this kind of collective, like being signed to the others' agency, like you have Lily and Annabelle. How's that, mm -hmm. like having like these two other fellow musicians and like models, like working, like kind of alongside you, going to like different shows and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you know, Auckland is, is you know, the biggest, well, arguably the biggest city in, in New Zealand, but it feels very small and it feels like this community of, of creators is very, very small. You know, I feel like you kind of know everyone within that circle and it's, it's really exciting to see, you know, your friends and acquaintances who moonlight as models or whatever to pay the bills doing really exciting creative musical stuff and it's not only you know those, those um, musical friends that are extremely 
um, inspiring and doing really exciting things. Uh, most of my friends actually are, are, are artists or designers or videographers, and so um, you know it's always fun sort of having having your gang and just like making stuff together, and it feels really like organic and DIY, and, and that's sort of something I've always wanted to wanted to hold on to is is you know just doing stuff with friends and supporting you know their their creative thing um that that's how i like to do it keeping it sort of like you know small and friendly and like kind of like we're a collective it feels a little bit like that actually yeah yeah um and following from that um being that like you're with all these designers in this collective artists your um, partner is also an artist, and you work a really close with him. He designed your album. Yeah. He does a lot of your um, stage work in your music videos and stuff mm. like that, music video graphics and stuff. What has that been like working alongside him in uh, that regard? Sometimes it's hell. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I've been with him for, like, four years now, and so we're really not afraid to, to speak our minds, and uh, we're both very strong-minded stubborn people and so you know it, it's hard work it's really hard work um, when it comes to you know conceptualizing the videos and working on the t-shirt design together or you know working on the album artwork um, but I wouldn't have it any other way I think the reason why we get so hot-headed about it is just because you know we're so we're so passionate um, about you know getting it right and doing it well but um, another thing is, you know, I, I, we don't have a lot of money, so it's like I'm not going to outsource and, and sort of, I, I can't afford to outsource and pay someone, you know, to, to, to do that for me. And so, um, you know, when my friends are on board, it's, it's, you know, it's because they're passionate about making something good um, and, and doing it very DIY and on an extremely low budget. But I think that's where all the great, ideas come from is when you have those restraints set up against you um, and you sort of have to think on your feet a little bit more but um, yeah it's, it's so much fun I wouldn't have it any other way I'm always wanting to be um, extremely involved in the visual side of things and it, 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 uh, it works out pretty well when you have an in-house designer living with you <laughs> Yeah, I bet it makes everything a lot easier just like being able to bounce off all those different ideas you have. Oh, I want this. Oh, he bring, comes back with something. Mm. Just having that collaborative experience, especially with yeah. someone so close it's, and both wanting this kind of succession. It's a, it's an extremely symbiotic relationship, yeah. Um, Speaking of relationships, what is your um relationship like with Juan Talis? Um, like, did you know him prior before this tour? And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was living in Wellington when I first met him, and I'd, I'd go to his shows and stuff. And I went up to him after one of his shows and sort of just, you know, sheepishly congratulated him and talked to him. And um, I, I, I think I actually played a show with him yeah, years ago in Wellington. And um, one day, I think I just I saw him at. Uh, a cafe and I just sat down next to him and just decided, you know, we were going to eat together. as sort of a little bit audacious, but he's always been um, really, really supportive, actually. Even with my super early primitive stuff that I look back on and kind of cringe at, he was always sort of there and, and he'd, you know, tweet about it and he'd message me, you know, congratulating me. I've actually opened for him uh, before for his album release 
in Auckland. And um, yeah, I'm feeling really lucky and humbled that he's invited me to open to him again. He's um, he's a very sweet, genuine guy who's just ridiculously talented. Um, so yeah, we sort of go back a little bit, back back to Wellington, yeah. Yeah, nice. So it's been like very just growth with you always just being close, but also like distant, but working alongside, talking yeah. back and forth. Um, I mean, I don't know him all too well. It's primarily been kind of strange, intimate relationship, which I think is this, you know, beautiful thing that happens these days. You become kind of good friends with people that you barely actually know. Um, but yeah, he's just always been super kind and super supportive of my stuff which you know i really appreciate yeah um speaking of like your prior work as well i've been following you since your um switchblade ep oh which, god <laughs> yeah look i still love that track you i it's one of my favorite things so um but how have you felt like you've grown since that like that was back in 2016 i believe yeah that sounds about right i can't even remember now um God, I feel like I'm just an entirely different person than, than who I was when I was making that music for Switchblade EP. I think, you know, my personal taste has, has changed a lot. And, um, you know, mentally, I'm in a very different place. I feel obviously a little bit older and a little, a little wiser. Um, and I just, you know, I've had all these crazy musical experiences that have allowed me to upskill a whole heap. Um, and I think, I feel like I'm a little less perhaps uptight than I used to be. I used to be quite, you know, a worrywart. I used to be very nervous and um, afraid and quite pedantic about everything back then. But I feel like I've, I've sort of allowed myself to go back to a more sort of uh, primitive state and, and, and take some more risks. Um, even if it's wrong, and sort of just allow myself to experiment a little bit more these days, which is, um, I think, is pretty essential if you want to grow um, as an artist. Yeah, um, and so what were some of the things that you are listening to prior to, like, Ultra Red coming out, like, your influences for that album? I was listening to a heap of um, post-punk and punk music. Like, I love um, Susie and the Banshees. Cure. I was listening to, you know, some industrial stuff, Nine Inch, Nine Inch Nails. Um, you know, I've always loved Death Grips, who I would argue are probably um, the best sort of neo-industrial band of today. Uh, Blondie. Um, I was listening to a heap of Charlie XCX and Sophie, that really, like, mm. sugary, sweet, but kind of weird and wiggly um, pop stuff. So it's kind of an amalgamation of all of these different sounds that I was listening to at the time. Awesome, sweet. And one of the things I feel like I should always, well, in your case, touch on, what is your favorite aspect of this spooky season coming up, like this whole October month of Halloween? <laughs> it's totally my month. You know, it's Libra season. My, <laughs> my birthday's coming up. Of course, Halloween's coming up. I feel like I just, yeah, I feel in my element during October. Maybe that's quite a narcissistic thing to, to say since, you know, I'm born in October, but, you know. Um, I'm, just, I'm looking forward to Halloween, truly, every year. I love any opportunity to dress up in some ridiculous attire. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, and before we go, there's one thing I really want to ask. Um, a lot of my friends have bumped into you in Auckland, like going out to clubs and stuff like that, and they've always been oh. able to recognize you by one aspect, and that is your red boots. Oh, yes, yep, yep. Are they going to be making an appearance tomorrow night? <laughs> oh, God, I haven't even thought about what I'm wearing. Is this a request? <laughs> Should I bring them? If you want this to, it's what it, the people want. <laughs> I, I'm not one to really speak on that, but I just know that that is something that my friends have. Like when they bumped into you, it's just like I remember talking to one of my friends late at night once. It's just like, yo, I bumped into October at a nightclub. Do you want to know how I recognize her? The red boots. And it's like, and I just <laughs> knew exactly. Yeah. You know, I almost sold them, and then Connor had to convince me otherwise. He said they were too iconic, and I. Okay, you're you're keeping them I'll now. They're, them. they're yours now. Well, well awesome. You're not leaving the wardrobe, don't worry. Awesome. Thank you very much, Emma, aka October. You, this has been the Lizard Queen herself, pretty much. <laughs> lizard sitting on my shoulder right now. What is your lizard's name? Kanda. Like Jesse Kanda, the visual artist who does a lot of stuff for um, Arca and Bjork and stuff. Great to hear. Great background, then. Look him up. Yeah, oh, I definitely will now, now that it's your lizard's name. <laughs> but yeah, um, you can catch her tomorrow night at New 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 with Lontalius, the Radio One Club. For free if you've got the app or card on your phone. Well, app on phone, card and wallet. You know what I'm saying. Thank you so much, Paul. And thank you so much for joining us, Emma. We are really looking forward to seeing you in your first ever Dunedin show tomorrow night here in Otapoti. Um, I just had one more question um, before we go. Because yeah. it's been such a long time uh, between Voids uh, hitting the Radio 1 um, airwaves and then your Switchblade EP as well, and now that you've finally released uh, your debut album and we're super excited to see it live tomorrow night, even though it might be a little bit stripped back. But I had just one more question before you go, and that's um, after this tour, what's next for October? Um, I'm actually working on a film score interestingly enough wow. this uh, horror film I can't say too much more about it but that's um, something I've always wanted to do um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be writing some more songs in a more of a um, in a group setting but um, yeah other than that to be honest it's all up in the air but I'm, I'm writing fervently I promise you that that's amazing thank you so much for the the, the tantalizing scoop and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow night um, and we'll see you at New New New. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm so excited to see you guys.